This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I was recently asked by a listener if it's okay to use profanity during a podcast or a presentation. My first reaction was to say no, but then I thought about it some more and I remembered hearing profanity used persuasively in a podcast and even a stage presentation. So really my answer is it depends. Profanity is definitely a linguistic taboo. Every language has what we call swear words. These are the words that are impolite or offensive. Swear words carry an extra weight or stigma when they're used. They have power. And like all power, profanity can be used for good or evil. I just want to thank our sponsor, Betterment.com, before we get going with our episode. If you want to save more, invest for your future, but you don't have time to be a full-on investor, Betterment.com helps you build a customized, well-diversified portfolio of low-cost funds that you can tailor to your goals, your risk level. Thanks to their sophisticated software, Betterment delivers bigger gains than you'd likely get on your own by automating your savings as well as rebalancing your portfolio and reinvesting dividends. Even better, their fees are the lowest in the industry, and their highly trained customer support team is based in New York so they can answer your questions anytime. Betterment is a high-quality, efficient investing option that's safe, smart, and saves you time and energy. Betterment, where life gets better. Sign up at betterment.com forward slash public speaker and receive a $25 bonus when you make a deposit of $250 or more. That's betterment.com forward slash public speaker and receive $25 bonus when you make a deposit of $250 or more. Before I had children, I remember spending an evening watching a movie at home with a friend, and her two-year-old son was in the room. Because he was so young, we didn't think too much about the language in the movie, but as the night went on, I noticed something. Every time someone used profanity in the movie, her son looked up at the TV, and it happened several times. The child wasn't being raised around profanity. I doubt he even heard the F word before in his life. And I believe the words caught his attention because of the emotion and the weight given to them by the speakers. So back to our question, is it ever okay to use profanity in a podcast or a speech? Let's look at some factors that can help you decide. The first question is, is profanity part of who you are? I almost never use profanity in everyday life. Sure, I can think of a few times when using stronger, saltier language would have made my point crystal clear. In fact, I saw a quote on Pinterest just the other day that said, swearing, because sometimes, gosh darn it, and meanie head just don't cover it. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Profanity really doesn't offend me, but it's not my method of communication. It would be strange for my audience if I suddenly started peppering my talks with swear words. I typically advise people to be authentic and true to who they really are. If profanity is the way you express yourself or is part of your brand, then leaving it out or replacing it with slang might not be authentic. If you do choose to use profanity, do it in a purposeful way. Carefully choose swear words in an effort to be emotional and evocative. There are a few bloggers, podcasters, and speakers who do this well. We'll talk more about them in part two of the series. The second question to consider is, will your audience be offended? When speaking to business colleagues or in a community setting, I nearly 
always advise not to use profanity. You can almost always communicate more clearly and effectively if you choose words that have more specific meanings. So if you're just being lazy with your word choice or you're choosing swear words for emphasis because it's easier than actually coming up with precise language, then it's best to leave them out. Often swear words will alienate some portion of your audience. And if they're not necessary, then why risk it? There's some interesting research that shows that there's regional differences when it comes to profanity. For example, people from Boston and New York tend to swear more casually and frequently than people from, say, Idaho. A surprising recent study on regional differences in the frequency of swearing concluded that the state of Ohio wins for the most profanity. The research showed that people in Ohio use profanity once in every 150 conversations. The state of Washington was the lowest, with one profane word in every 300 conversations. The bottom line is this. If you're speaking on a podcast, it's global. And if you're speaking on a stage, unless you're intimately familiar with that particular audience, the safest rule is just to avoid swearing. Obviously, if you're speaking in front of an audience that includes children, you wouldn't swear no matter what. Perhaps it goes without saying, but church audiences and PTA meetings should be profanity-free, too. The third question to consider, is using profanity worth the potential backlash? Even if I wanted to swear during a podcast, I can't. My contract prohibits me from doing that. So it would be stupid of me to risk my relationship with quick and dirty tips over a couple of swear words. You might think that football coaches would be given a free pass on profanity. Sports and swearing go together like pizza and beer. But one football coach lost his job over a profanity-laced motivational speech. It was leaked online. When I watched the speech, I saw a frustrated coach trying to find some way to get through to his team. But his superior saw it differently, and he was terminated from his coaching position. Interestingly, an informal Huffington Post survey asked the question about the situation. It said, should Abel have been removed from his coaching position? I thought it was interesting. About 60% responded with, no, it's not bad enough for firing. And about 30% responded, definitely, that speech is completely inappropriate. The point is, whenever you use profanity in public speaking, you risk a backlash. You risk not being asked back to the conference next year. You risk being replaced by someone deemed less offensive. You risk alienating your audience. Think about whether it's worth it before you choose to include profanity. So back to my it depends answer. The vast majority of time, I would say don't do it. Find clearer, less offensive ways to make your point. But there are times when profanity is an effective way to get your message out. The intensity and the emotion that generally come with profanity can be very persuasive. Join me for the second part of this podcast series next time when we'll look at examples of when including profanity in a speech or a podcast might be the right choice. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. So my new podcast, Smart Talk, is out, and the feedback that I'm getting is that people are really enjoying listening to me in a more relaxed manner. Several people said they enjoy hearing me laugh. Well, hmm, I got I got in trouble for laughing. Somebody once before on the Public Speaker podcast wrote me and said that I laughed too much. 
So anyway, you can listen for yourself and decide. I think it's really fun to do these interviews on Smart Talk. I had an interview with Rory Albanese. He's the ex-executive producer of The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. I also had an opportunity to interview Laura Storitis. She's the executive vice president at Business Wire. And a really interesting in-depth interview with Pamela Slim. She's that New York Times bestselling author of Cubicle Nation or Escape from Cubicle Nation. And her new book is out, Body of Work. I also did an interview with Laura Vanderkam, What Successful People Do Before Breakfast. Gotta listen to that one. Awesome show. So check it out at smarttalksuccess.com forward slash blog. Or if you want to check it out on iTunes, it's smarttalksuccess.com forward slash iTunes. And I'll take you directly to the iTunes link. Let me know what you think. And if you are listening, I really, really would appreciate some reviews. The reviews help to spread the message to more people. Thanks to Betterment.com for sponsoring this podcast. Do you want to save more, invest for the future, but don't have time to be a full-on investor? Betterment.com helps you build a customized, low-cost portfolio that suits your goals. Thanks to their sophisticated software, Betterment delivers bigger gains than you get on your own by automatically rebalancing and trading, and their fees are the lowest in the industry. By doing less, you get more for your money. Betterment, where life gets better. Sign up at Betterment.com forward slash public speaker and receive a $25 bonus when you make a deposit of $250 or more. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. Betterment LLC is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered by Betterment Securities, an SEC-registered broker-dealer and member FINRA slash SIPC. Investments are not FDIC-insured. No bank guarantee may lose value. Investing in securities involves risks, and there's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Before investing, consider your investment objectives and Betterment's charges and expenses. Not an offer, solicitation of an offer, or advice to buy or sell securities in jurisdictions where Betterment and Betterment Securities are not registered.